You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be the driver in their own life through the life and stories of black women drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant, an executive coach, and a leadership facilitator, working with people and organizations live their lives by design and not default. And this is the She's Got Drive short. This is what's been driving me this week when this episode I share with you what is the main thing that is occupying my mind, my energy, my time, and my spirit, the thing that is inspiring me, that is giving me life, or the thing that might be driving me crazy. And in the She's Got Dry Short, I share with you what I'm doing about it and the strategies that I'm using, the thing that is guiding me in all parts of my life. So if you want to find out how I can take, how I take on a change in my own life, or actually maybe even a transformation, you have come to the right place. Now this week, welcome, welcome, welcome. The what's been driving me this week is the what's been driving all of us this week, which is COVID-19, which is coronavirus, which is otherwise known as Rona, is driving me this week as it's impacting everyone. I don't think there is anyone who isn't impacted by Rona. We're going to call her Rona or it Rona right now because it has us all in a place of worry, anxiety, concern, and fear. Fear. Um, Yes. Uh, And whilst I'm making sure that I'm keeping informed from what quality outlets, news outlets, quality news outlets, I am grateful. I am sitting in huge gratitude for the humor and the memes this week that has also emerged and the stories of community and um, just like standing for your fellow person, the, the stories of humanity that are also emerging from like Italy, for example, who is really being devastated by this at the moment. Uh, so I, but I'm just so grateful for the humor and the memes that's just lightening it a bit for me and um, in something that is so extraordinary, in something that is, feels so heavy. Like how do we navigate our way through this unknown territory and how do we stay in it how do we stay in it and deal with it and confront it without and managing our overwhelm around it that's the questions that's kind of been floating around for me you know in our concern we have a concern for our families our concern for our communities our concern for our, you know people globally it truly is when i italy it's just truly heartbreaking It's just so heartbreaking. And um, it's, yeah, it leaves me speechless when I get present to it. And and if anyone is doubting that what's happening, 
and the impact of corona virus and the impact of it and the decisions that the healthcare system in Italy is going is having to make these days is just unspeakable you know if you want to really understand how devastating this can be then i think zooming in honing in on on italy because and why i'm saying italy and not china right now is cuz china's coming emerging out the other side and the uh, statistically have done better than what's happening in italy if you look at the stats and um, and so i think what that's doing is having people leaving people with some complacency around what this is because they're like well china's out of it and they're emerging and like that but they took some drastic measures to do that and so um yeah so it's it's huge so i'm i'm you we're all in the world or whether you're in the world um reluctantly or whether you are leaning into the world of social distancing you know as the strategy for uh, managing this virus you know it must, it does make me think of our emotional and our mental and our spiritual well-being and thinking about people particularly people were having a really difficult time with the social distancing mainly because it might be because home is not a haven home is not a safe haven for everybody and in fact work and school can sometimes be or colleges wherever whatever the thing that takes you out of your house for some people is their respite from home and i'm mindful of that i'm feeling grateful that you know as i say to my children as we hunker down in our home that number 1 we actually like being together we love each other life is safe here together is peaceful you know we are family with resources in many ways not just financial but you know how we are with one another um and so it makes it a more doable thing you know we we get we like to be together you know right and so but not everyone has that so i'm really thinking of those people my heart goes out to those people i think about them and so whilst i i also know that people resist change and and change causes lots of upset and so the resistance to change is meaning that some people are not really social distancing they're not really following the guidelines um or grappling with understanding exactly what that means so so much is driving me this week so much is driving us this week and i and you know the why i say what's been driving me this week is an important thing to distinguish in this moment because it is when those things go unlooked at it will drive your behavior and your and are you being intentional about your behavior in your life you know so unless we can see what's behind the thing that's driving our behavior so obviously our reaction to coronavirus um is driving our behavior our reaction to covid-19 is driving our behavior whatever it is and so unless you're willing to take a pause you will your emotions will guide your behavior versus having a a response to it and it doesn't mean that 
that the emotions aren't there, but can we manage our emotions and how much can we manage our emotions in this time? You know, so let's take a breath. I'm really praying for it for all of us. I'm praying for all of you and sending love to all of you and your families and your communities so that we have strength to deal with this and that we come out of it the other side because we will come out of it the other side. We just don't know when that will be, but we'll come out of it the other side of stronger individuals and stronger communities. And having learned the lesson that it's here to here to teach us it, only in that that my stance is always that there is a lesson in everything um i just we just don't know what that lesson is so um i've been trying to figure out how i could be helpful is one of the things that has been my response you know i wanted to i've been pausing and thinking how can i be helpful in this moment what can i offer what can i do and uh, that's supportive. So I've decided a couple of things in terms of my She's Got Drive podcast and the She's Got Drive community and the, and the people that I, I touch and I impact. And the first thing is, you know, I, I decided to send out, to start sending out daily She's Got Drive love notes. Um, and these are just kind of love quotes and messages that comes into your inbox each day. And so if you already ever downloaded anything from me and so signed up for my newsletter or signed up for something on my website, um, you'll, have automa you'll automatically have started to receive these just a couple of days ago. And then my daily love notes to you. You know, just to remind, just sending love in to you every day. Every day as love as a healer. And, um, you know, I feel so grateful to my She's Got Drive community. So I kind of wanted to see what I could offer you. And that's what I came up with. If you're not signed up for my newsletter, if you're not receiving, if you haven't already received the She's Got Drive daily love note, then if you um, go to shirleymcalpine.com forward slash love, that's shirleymcalpine.com forward slash love, you can sign up for my daily love notes and um yeah the link is going to be in the show notes as well so if you click on the link you can sign up for that and they'll start coming into your inbox the other thing that i thought i'd do is that i'm going to delve into i have a look at the she's got drive podcast vault to see i've got i'm at 96 episodes something like that now and to see which of those episodes might be helpful in this moment and start to uh, kind of repost those so those um episodes will be coming out you know in the following weeks as we as we move through this and to see what ones could be helpful and and how and any kind of resources that i can provide to support you in in various ways and i've got another resource for you in this podcast today i'm just trying to think of what i can do to what i can share with you to support you um Yeah, so that's, yeah, 
There's lots of there's lots of pauses in this one. Lots of pauses. You have to pause. You have to pause um, with this. It's so extraordinary. It's so extraordinary, really, that um, it's requiring so much from each of us. Um, I'll be trying to think of, I'm, I'm also thinking of any kind of programs or um, other kinds of podcasts, new podcast episodes or any other kind of offerings that I can give that may be helpful, uh, that helps with the emotional management of this time, some tools around that and how I can encourage well-being at this time. So for this episode, you know, I thought for today I'd share what myself and my family are doing so that there might be ideas in there that you can do yourself. Um, you know, if you listen, just listening to what I, the approach that I'm taking, some of the things that we're doing, then maybe there might be something in there that you think, oh, I've not thought of that. Perhaps I can do that and, um, and start doing it. Um, like that. That's what I thought we'd do in today's episode. Okay. I want to say the first thing that we have stood for in our family is um, a, a commitment to do what works even if it's not what we want to do or we feel like doing. That's doing what works, even if it's not what we want to do or feel like doing. So what do I mean by that? For example, social distancing. Is it what we want to do? Is it what we feel like doing? Nope and no. You know, spending time in the family. I love my family, spending time with my family. Spending time... Having time, not traveling. Yeah, that's cool. Not going out as much as like not stepping out and meeting up with friends or having a coffee or doing my client work and doing my facilitation. No, of course, that isn't what I want it to be. You know, it's, you know, like everyone, business-wise, work-wise, it's, it's had a huge impact. And, um, but it's what works. It's the thing that has, demonstrate what works so that's what we're doing we're doing what works and we're figuring out the best way the best means of doing what works I'm gonna um in the show notes there's gonna be a link to an article which describes what social distancing is and that was helpful for me it's that social distancing is not a snow day was the article that I read, which really clearly outlined for me what social distancing is and what it's not. And, um, and in that clarity and understanding, then it was like, well, that's what there is to do. So um, we're following the guidelines. The second thing we're doing, of course, is in terms of doing what works, we're following the guidelines. And, you know, you've, you've probably read it, seen it, washing your hands and... Um, not touching your face, and when you're out and about using hand sanitizer, but the frequency of washing your hands as well, the timing of washing your hands, like all of that, following the guidelines around that. Um, and the third is keeping informed on what all of this means, keeping up to date on the information. But I want to say, 
at this. I, we are, I am managing how much I read, what I watch on this, and um, where I get my information from. I'm tightly managing that because you cannot watch the news all day. You cannot um, keep reading all the articles all the time. You cannot track the numbers every single hour on the hour. If you start to do that, you'll drive yourself crazy. And so I, it's like, how do I manage my mental well-being? And one of the biggest ways of managing my mental well-being is, not, is managing the information that comes in about it, staying on top of it and staying informed, but not over-consuming it because we, it, it leads to overwhelm and it leads to kind of escalating any notions of fear and um, feelings of fear. So that, I, that's the first thing. And that's like, because this is what we're dealing with. So like in terms of re a response to what we're dealing with, that was the first thing. The second thing is, is all about really inside of the space of self-care, 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 self-care. And it's kind of like linked to the last point that I said. First of all, my, so managing my mental well-being I've explained like that's one example managing my mental well-being managing my physical well-being is the other um thing that I need to be focused on managing and and so I'm thinking about what I'm eating and making sure that I'm eating things that builds my immune system not undermines my immune system so at this time, when people are under stress, one of the things they do, when they stress eat, they usually reach for things which undermine the immune system, which at this time is not what we want to do. We want to make sure that our immune system is strong. So are you eating the things that support your immune system, that boost your immune system? Or are you eating and drinking things that undermine it? And I'm not saying don't have anything sweet or don't have a cake or don't... But are you having? Are you eating the things that? Are you having it in balance? Are you, are you doing the things that that works in terms of that? Your health and well-being. So the physical health. I'm exercising. I maintain. I'm no longer obviously able to go to the gym that I normally go to. I'm no longer having my coaching sessions that I normally have. So, but I am maintaining my strength building. Um, I am lucky enough. There is a gym in my building which is, I want to say, fairly underused. <laughs> Um, generally, um, it's a very small gym. I get up there, go in early in the morning. No one else is in the gym usually at the time that I go. And um, but it looks like that that might close. So if that does close, then I'll go to body weight exercises and then running outside um, when weather permitting. So I'm focused on maintaining my exercise, maintaining my movement, and of course, the more we're in, if we don't have bursts of time when we're out doing exercise that is going to impact us as well um so another aspect of self-care is is let's focus again about talk about the mental well-being now as well so in addition to managing the input of like information around um covid19 the other thing is to allow time for self-reflection is to give space for thinking about how 
am I doing? Checking in. How am I doing? What do I need? You know, taking a breath and really allowing yourself to tune in and figure out what this all means for you and what is it that you need to do? Who do you need to be? Like that, am I getting enough downtime, creating some downtime to allow the mental wellness to be managed, you know? I'm sorry, I'm jumping around. One of the other that pops into my mind that, of course, getting more enough sleep is so critical at this time as well. And around our men mental well-being, noticing the inner conversation that we're having with ourselves about what's happening. You know, so, for example, just like many other people, um, my work's been impacted and I've lost work. I've either lost it, it'll either be gone, gone, or it might come back later in the year. It might be it's more like a postponement, some of them, but some of them I might, might be gone, gone. And um, now I can go into the worried well with that and just go deep into that. And it's not that I'm not concerned about my work in any way. I am, of course. But in, in just stepping into fear around that, and then going into the worry well is unhelpful. It doesn't forward anything. It doesn't allow me to be creative and inventive about what else I could be doing. What it does, it just stops me. So, but that's because I can tune into my inner conversation that is gonna be like, what is the conversation that I'm having with myself? And is it an empowering conversation or is it a disempowering conversation? Um, so there's, there's that, right? Tuning in to the conversations and there's a number of other things. So my, and that's also a way of starting to take care of my emotional well-being. I'm doing something like I, I have these wisdom cards that I use that I choose a card every day and there's a message in the wisdom card for me to take on, um, to stand in to reflect on and that's an empowering practice you know prayer is an empowering practice intention is an empowering practice making sure that i'm in conversations with my friends and my family about what's happening making jokes about it humor for me is a way of managing my emotional well-being too um and it doesn't diminish the significance of it but it can lighten the load so it can bring me some joy so, you know, there's many things that we can be doing around our self-care and those are just some of them. So what I decided to do is I've got a self-care inventory that I, that I have in my um, Execute Your Dream course. And so I've taken the self-care inventory and I'm making it available to you. Um, it's a few, just like four sides of A4 for you to... You can download the self-care inventory. You can um, complete it, and, and in completing it, you can it, one of the, it does one of two things. It helps you identify the things that you're doing really, really well around your self-care, and the things that perhaps you can get better at. You know, um, and the second thing that it can do is it gives you ideas then of things that you can do, 
to improve on your self-care and uh, and the things that it might give you some um, points of reflection on, on things that you should you could stop doing if it's you know so for example if you're only getting four and a half hours of sleep it's not enough sleep so if you if you assess that on the inventory you're not getting enough sleep then you're like oh okay then i can take that on i can make sure that i'm getting more sleep sleep is healing sleep is like transformational as i've told you before you know one of my duvet days when i've for those of you who've listened to me in the past or listened to previous episodes i'm a huge proponent of making sure you get your hours of sleep the good hours of sleep in the night um so there's that okay so if you the self-care inventory is available at shirleymcalpine.com forward slash self-care that's shirleymcalpine.com forward slash shelf self-care that's quite a lot of s's in that um and so you can download that um, and then complete it and then you can get to work on improving your self-care. It's so, so important in this time. The link for that is also going to be in the show notes. The, so let me just focus in on, I've, told, I've talked about my food. One of the things I didn't say about the, my food, you know, in terms of healthy eating. Um, and if I repeat myself, Am I repeating myself? I don't know. Well, I, feel, I feel a bit, I want to say, I feel a bit rambly today. There's so much I want to give you. This is like the longest what's been driving me this week episode. Right? Because <laughs> they usually are short, but it doesn't feel very short today. Um, however, I just want to make sure that I give you what I got, you know? Um... And if you don't know that sugar undermines your immune system, that's the thing to watch. Don't go down the eating lots of sugar route, you know, amongst other things. Manage that, manage that, manage that. Okay. So we're cooking. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at home, so I get to cook more. Cooking more balanced, healthy meals. Spending more time like that. You know, I have to say, because... You know, as I said, there's a gift in everything. The gift of us being able to, as a family, sit down at a table together and eat in the weekday is like, I cannot tell you the last time it, that we've, we've had that if it isn't for, um, if it wasn't Christmas or something. You know, usually when we're on holiday, we get to do that. But when we're not on holiday. We don't have that as an experience. So that's really been such a gift that we get to kind of do that. Every night seems to be a movie night at the moment as well. Um, I've talked about exercise, of course, the maintaining your, keeping it moving. And you, you must find a way to do that. Stepping out inside of, uh, out to nature. So whilst we're social distancing, it's still, you're still okay to go outside. You just have to go outside with your peeps. That's it, and or yourself, and you know, making sure you go for walks, find a park, um, and, and be in a park, be in nature, touch the ground. You know, allow yourself to be have the not to be always cooped up inside a building. One of the things that we did that 
I think was so important for us as we, as a family, as we are navigating this, and I think we'll continue to do this. Not I think, I know we'll continue to do this. We had a family meeting. I don't know. We have family meetings from time to time in our family. Um, and in the family meeting, we were just wanting to check in, first of all, on each other to see how we're feeling, how we're doing, what we what we feel about what's happening and us as parents sharing that, allowing the children to share what's going on for them and their thoughts about it and any questions that they might have about what's happening so that we can address those questions as best we can. Um, as, as parents are sharing with, with our kids what we feel like this means for us as a family in terms of our resources and moving forward, um, how about how we manage our resources in a more, more tight way, like how we manage off the food and the things that we brought into the house during this time, and that that given what's been going on in supermarkets and so on, it means that not everything is, um, you know, you can't automatically assume you're going to get something when you go back into the shop because it's these can be not there you know so we have to like just manage what we're doing much tighter and and we and that they can understand that and how they understand that and any questions they have about that as what like sharing that without eliciting any huge fear around it you know so managing the, any fear that might emerge around that too but we talked about that we talked about we talked about social distancing and what that means so we can clarify that we talked about how hard we recognize how hard it is for them not being able to be with their friends in the same way but they're you know but we are lucky in this time that we have things like facetime and skype and all of those whatsapp and all of those things that allows us to virtually connect we talked about um the gift as i said that the time that we have together is a gift that we I've often complained that we don't have enough of and now we're going to have probably too much of, but <laughs> um, we talked about that. Now, of course, the kids are now, we're now in e-learning, now being schooled through home. So we, we talked about how we were going to approach that. There was agreements about we have some guiding principles on how we work around that, where the work takes place, how long they work, breaks, etc., and um, how we support them and how we manage to do it whilst we also do work at home. I am clear that I have older children that, that makes it simpler in a way to do that than those who are, have got younger kids. But we had a comp that's what we did at our family. We talked about how that was going to work. And, and we, we did it because agreeing some guiding principles is one of the things that brings workability what we call workability in it that allows it to work for all of us and acknowledging that it has to work for all of us because we've all got things we need to do during the day. And I want to say shout out to my children who have been phenomenal, phenomenal this week in doing in two ways, how they've responded to what's happening. Phenomenal. And how they responded to their schoolwork, getting on with it. Very, very hashtag proud mum right now um it's been very little drama in our house around it and um a couple of testing the boundaries around how it works but i'm out 
really simply and we are come to the end of the week end of our first week of e-learning and and i feel like you know my children have done so well so as i said hashtag proud mom and we will continue to do check-in and family meetings to see how we're doing and to see how things are progressing and, uh, and I think our ability to really listen to one another, I'm not saying it's always been perfect um, so far, but we, I think I would give us good marks out of 10. I'd say we'll give us a 7 out of 10 for listening to one another this week. I really do. But um, let's see. Let's t- check me out in, I don't know, three weeks and see. <laughs> or two. <laughs> if we're listening to that level, but it brings in, you have, it requires intention. And of course, me, Dan and I are checking in on each other and having conversations about what we feel like it means and, and how we're each doing and how and what's going on in our work and stuff like that. So that's what we've been, we've been doing as a family. And of course, you know, one big thing is we've reviewed our finances and seen the impact that it's having and to see what, what would be our course of action in the event of blah, 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 fill in the blanks, you know? And we've had that finance conversation with our children, not with the depth of detail that we, that myself and Dan have, but we are sharing with the kids. As I said, I've got older children who are 16 and 12, but we are sharing with the children enough to allow them to, to treat them with the um, intellect that they have in, and in, in allowing, giving them the context so they can be responsible along with us as we navigate this as a family. So we've also had those, the conversation about um, money and what does that mean in these times too. And of course, the final thing that I've, I want to talk about is the impact it's had on my business and, and what that, how I'm approaching that. And I think there's kind of three or four things. One is my team, checking in on my team, making sure my team's cool. I speak to them regularly, almost every day. Um, we are still doing work, of course, but just making sure that things are happening, what's happening in their world, how they're responding, listening, and being as helpful as I can in that situation. Um, I'm keeping in contact with my clients. I'm sensitive to being flexible in terms of what they need and seeing how we can adjust uh, the work, etc. I'm looking at how I can provide support to them in the way that any way that I can. And, um, of course, adapting anything to, to virtual work that I can, but you know, overall for my business, I've have to, I have to, one big piece of work is reviewing. I had, I've got a very detailed 2020 plan that I created not so long ago. And it's just now not going to be that way. And, um, so I need that. That's a big piece of work, actually, to look at that. But I'm focusing in on the things that I can do right now um, and moving things forward that are things that I can do that I had planned to do later in the year. But overall, my commitment is to stay calm and carry on, you know, um, is to stay present and then respond versus react is to manage my self-care and manage the self and the care of my family and to trust that when we come out of this the other end we the collective we will be 
hopefully in a better place, having learned the lessons that this is here to teach us, whatever that is, who knows what that is. But I really, truly believe that everything that we experience has some big life lessons. And I feel like that's true in this moment too. Um, so that's really it for what's been driving me this week in terms of um, how I'm responding to Rona. So my, you know, in parting for you is, you know, go slowly and thoughtfully. Um, I ask you to tune into yourself and just ask yourself what you need right now and see if you can come up with an answer to that, you know. Stay connected with your people or stay connected with the people who empower you and really listen to you. You know, any of the things that I've shared with you, you know, of course, see if there's anything that you, if it feels like something that you can take on that you've not taken on that, you know, I recommend you do that. But at the, as a minimum, download the self-care inventory and um, at shirleymcalpine.com forward slash self-care, download that and then, do the do the uh, the brief kind of questionnaire there and figure out what are the things that you're taking on for yourself to support yourself in this moment around your self-care and then the thing is uh of course if you want to receive some love notes from me each and every day in your inbox then sign up for sh for my daily love notes shirleymcalpine.com forward slash love notes but all of those links are in the show notes just like go below and then, then click the link and then sign up I am sending you lots and lots of love um, yeah and just go well and stay well She's Got Drive is produced by Cassandra Fortalina the music is by the awesome of female band Blonde the song is called Circles until next time thank you for listening Bye.